1: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gonstead Chiropractic and Wellness Show. Today, we're going to cover acid reflux. So we're going to be pretty specific when we go through conditions. Um, We'll probably do multiple podcast episodes on different digestive issues. But today we want to be more specific with what we're talking about. So acid reflux, doc.
0: Acid reflux. So, uh, years ago, that wasn't even a term. It was heartburn right, right? Mm-hmm. now. It's acid reflux specifically. And, and, Is uh, it a heart problem? <laughs> I don't know. They always call it heartburn. I don't know why they call it <laughs> heartburn, but now it's some I... people
1: that still kind of ask is like, I thought it was something with my heart cause I had heartburn <laughs> and <you're> like, well, <laughs> acid reflux is. More of a, a stomach issue,
0: and it is interesting if you have a lot of a gassy stomach. It can bloating can affect your, your heart, your mm-hmm. heart rate, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But acid reflux is that burn up into the esophagus, and and uh, you know patients can feel it in different ways. Sometimes even a cough, but it's that burn mm-hmm. inside there, you know. And the first thing we always ask if you have it after. I always ask, do you have that heartburn right after you eat? or on an empty stomach. And they have to sit there and think about, it. okay, well, it's after I eat. Because that clues you in on a little bit, uh, the middle back, T5, T9 area is what I kind of look for in the, if it's right after eating, the idea there is, is the body's not producing enough digestive enzymes.
1: So you're adjusting the sympathetic area for the docs listening, or the students listening, so you're focusing more on the sympathetic. Yep.
0: Okay. Yep, and that's the middle back mainly for that one. Um, if it's on an empty stomach, you start looking at the upper neck, it's more parasympathetic because the body is producing too much acid. And if there's something wrong in the upper neck, your body's not slowing that production down. And so you're producing too much acid when you shouldn't be. And again, um, the body, when something is malfunctioning, disease is not, a, is not an entity, it's just a manifestation of malfunction. And so you have to ask yourself, why isn't it functioning properly? and it's either too much or too little it's either the body's producing producing something too much or something producing too little what's interesting it can give the same symptoms if you're not producing enough or if you're not or if you're producing too little it's just kind of weird that way but um and then the other thing is is you don't want to mix systems in other words you don't want to adjust both the the upper neck and the middle back the parasympathetic and the sympathetic at the same visit or it'll just cancel each other out it won't do any good
1: and, yeah, so, and so how does that work? You know, we talk about malfunction and adjusting this area versus this area and, and why do, why would adjustments even affect that at all? You know, for somebody listening to this podcast for the first time and explain a little bit about that, how the, the function of the body works and what a misaligned vertebra in the spine could do to cause malfunction.
0: Well, they, they've done a lot of studies through the years and I remember Dr. Sue years ago, um, I always told people, the weight of a nickel in the back of your hand, that amount of pressure on a nerve will decrease the impulses coming through that nerve at about 50%. And so if there's something misaligned in the spine, the nerves come out in between those bones. So it puts pressure on those nerves coming out of the spine, and it decreases the impulses or the information coming out of the spine. It gets less energy. It gets less information coming out of the spine to that body. So the body, the brain might be saying, hey, produce more acid to the stomach, and the stomach isn't getting the message. It's not producing enough because it doesn't get the proper nerve flow.
1: And yeah, you think about the function of the the nerve system and what that all entails, or what it's all responsible for. The function of digestion is a huge cascade of events over mm-hmm. time. I mean, it's not just the stomach acids; it's hormone levels, it's hunger, it's satiety, it's it's uh, motility through the, through the the gut bowel, yeah. and the bowel, and all of it. You know, it's, so it's a symphony, and the nerve system or the brain is in charge of the whole thing. And so, if there's pressure on the nerve system, um, meaning the the roots that come out of the spine and from that misaligned vertebra, all of a sudden it's producing a different level of vibration. So you think about a guitar string. When they're tuning a guitar, they want it very precise because it gives off a certain sound. And you can expect a certain result from that sound based on what the tension is on that string. So mm-hmm. when you talk about a subluxation, all of a sudden you change the pressure on that nerve and it changes the tone. It changes the amount of impulses coming through that nerve. It changes the amount of Uh, production of acids um, going to the stomach and you think about the lining of the stomach it's actually replaced every five hours because those harsh chemicals break that down Mm -hmm. and so when you decrease that function up to 50 or 60% from that weight of a nickel on the nerve all of a sudden you're less likely to be reproducing those tissues and regenerating the stomach if that stays there for a year, what's that going to do to your stomach? Well, at least it, ulcers. Right. You know I mean? If it at least stays there for a decade, what's it going to do? Or, you know, so you talk about stomach acids and reflux, you know, we can get into all kinds of conditions with this, but it's not too far reaching to say that nerve pressure could cause symptoms to arise eventually.
0: Right. And that's, and it's been proven over and over and over, you know, uh, there's been different studies. Uh, the, the Windsor. Win- yep, the Windsor autopsies. We thought of that at the same time. And they, it's a study done years ago, and they wanted to find... So the people that died of diseased organs, whether it was liver disease or heart disease, they went and traced the nerve supply from the diseased organ back to the spine on these cadavers. 95% of the times, the nerve supply was inhibited, or you could tell that area was affected going to that diseased organ. So over time, it's like water to a plant. You take a little bit of water away from a plant and gradually that thing starts to wilt. And then it loses function. And that's
1: the same thing with organs. Yep. So you can go and look that up. The Windsor autopsies. Dr. Windsor did all these autopsies on hundreds of cadavers to see this. And, And these correlations... I mean, it was pretty amazing what he came up with and really it proves in our minds, it proves the philosophy of chiropractic is like you said, if you inhibit that nerve supply at any moment, you're going to hinder the amount of life force going to that organ and over time you're going to have dis ease and uh, symptoms arise later. Usually dis ease sets in, a long time before we actually have symptoms, right? Right. So you think about cancer or heart disease, 80% of the time, the first symptom of heart disease is a heart attack. Yeah, it's not a very good symptom. No, and cancer, by the time you actually diagnose it and have the symptoms, many times it's a later stage, yeah. stage three or four or whatever. So,
0: and it's crazy, people can have softball-sized tumors inside of them and they feel great. Right. They think they're completely healthy. They just go in for a checkup and say, well, I'm sorry you have a huge tumor in your kidney or something like that and they need Mm -hmm. to take it out and we need to do chemo and they think they're completely healthy and fine they
1: they may have been going in for you know they just feel like they got to urinate a little bit more than they used to you Mm -hmm. know they're just Mm -hmm. getting things checked up and these little symptoms are always clues so it's uh, one thing to encourage people to just be aware of their body and and how it's functioning over time um
0: now, what's tricky is sitting in Dr. Alex's class years ago, there would be a doctor in there and say, but doc, I had a patient that was only had uh, acid reflux on an empty stomach, and I tried working on upper neck and parasympathetic issues, and none of that helped, and in fact that made him worse, and I adjusted his middle back, which should actually make it worse, and it got better and uh, so it's tricky because sometimes when there's a misalignment it the irritation causes an increase in nerve supply or nerve irritation causes an increased impulses and it does just the opposite of what it normally does normally when you put pressure on it inhibits that nerve flow sometimes you can irritate the nerve and it actually increases so again when we give all these things you know you've got to be the doctor doctor and and dr alex or dr gonstead actually said find the subluxation except where you find it because we may give you these yeah just the middle back if they're getting acid reflux after they eat and you don't find anything in the middle back don't make something up you know it's not a, a recipe if you have this do this again that's mechanistic thinking right you've got to be vitalistic and so if all you find is a c3 you're an upper neck misalignment Adjust that right. and see how the patient responds.
1: Yeah, and it's, this is something that I would say, uh, gosh, I, I, I don't want to put a percentage on it, but, man, we get really good results with acid reflux with yeah. people.
0: Yeah, we were just looking through notes and different things that we have with all of the books that we have from the Gonset seminars and so on and so forth. And there isn't a whole lot of information on stomach because it's just...
1: You get so many good it's results. It's a side effect of good chiropractic. Yeah, <laughs> it
0: really is. You get such good results that you don't need to talk about it a whole lot.
1: I would say one of the most common things people say after they started coming in and getting adjusted is, "I, man, doc, I'm sleeping better at night." Um, man, my digestion seems better mm-hmm. um, and I just feel like I have more energy. Those are the most common three things that we hear from people once they start getting under care. Yeah. And it just, I mean, it makes sense when the body's just functioning the way it should and the brain can communicate properly to all the organs. You think about that symphony of all those different functions the the brain is trying to carry out through the body and now it has a clear pathway. All of a sudden it takes a lot less energy to do those normal mundane day-to-day functions that the body has to do every day.
0: Now, the other thing there is that uh, sometimes adjusting that middle back, the actual sphincter to the stomach that keeps the acid from going up into the esophagus is just weak. And Mm -hmm. so you adjust that area and it strengthens that up. So I remember years ago there was a big kick on... um, like taking uh, apple cider vinegar or something like, if you have heartburn, indigestion, or heartburn, acid reflux, take that acid. Just the opposite of what you would think. Mm-hmm. Take the acid, and what would happen is, a lot of people got results with that because the uh, stomach is so incredible that it has a the sphincter has like a pH regulator to it. In other words, if the the acid content is up in the stomach, it'll close down tighter. And so people would actually take acid, like apple cider vinegar, if they had acid reflux and they go, oh my gosh, I feel better. Hmm. Now, some people would say, man, I got some bad by doing that again. Yeah. It's mechanistic approach. Yeah. You can't do that it's with a cookie cutter. But a lot of times as people get older, they produce less acid. And so it's not a bad idea if they have digestive issues to take a little bit of apple cider vinegar and a little bit of acid type thing right before they eat and it helps with their digestion.
1: 20 to 30 minutes. And I've noticed that even with myself if I do that, my digestion is better. Um, The other thing is just making sure they're not drinking water while they're Mm. eating because then you're diluting the stomach acids and making it less acidic. So the more water you drink, it's obviously going to hinder that performance of your digestion and also it can hinder the absorption of nutrients and stuff like that too
0: Yep. so if you're gonna drink water drink it on an empty stomach and so your body absorbs that water but yeah you don't want to dilute your enzymes that your body's producing and so it just makes the uh, digestion that much my longer. wife has
1: always thought I was weird for doing that, is that
0: <laughs> a, yeah and even just drinking a big glass of water half an hour before you eat is a mm-hmm. good idea too and mm-hmm. and if you're battle hunger drink more water Mm -hmm. it's funny in our household no matter what the condition is it's did you drink water (laughs) it's become
1: quite a joke but the in-laws love that yeah
0: Yeah. Yeah, and if if any one of my kids call me and said dad i have this issue going on that before i can talk they said i've been
1: drinking a lot of water (laughs) Yeah, this acid reflux is a really common thing. Um, some people think over time it's just a normal process of aging. And, uh, you know, there's an aspect to that. But as if the nervous system is functioning properly, even when you age, you should be able to digest foods properly and not have pain, especially especially at night. You know, you start having issues with acid reflux at night, and, you know, obviously that's going to indicate some type of sphincter issues. When you're going horizontal, it's not keeping the sphincter closed. And, right. And yeah. it's a
0: good idea not to eat before bed. And, right. You know, eat you know, at least two hours before you go to bed is a good idea. Yeah. And it just makes it easier on your body to digest. Yeah. You know, when you're sleeping, when you're laying down, that's when the blood goes more to the internal organs and does repair and healing and so you don't want to eat right before you go to bed because then all of a sudden your body's got to try and digest and do its repair and healing at yeah. the same time
1: and you know you, you start taking medications for acid reflux and there's always mm-hmm. going to be side effects so look up those medications that you might be on and the side effects because some people might be coming in saying man gosh i've, I've had this dry mouth and just or a, a dry cough. I can't figure out why it's, why I cannot get rid of this stupid cough or this dry mouth. I drink tons of water and I still just feeling like my mouth is dry. Well, it could be a side effect of a medication.
0: And that's a good point. You know, even things like aspirin, which we don't think is that big of a deal. Uh, there's people that take an aspirin and they'll get a bleeding ulcer from mm-hmm. one aspirin mm-hmm. it depends on how the body reacts. But we know that aspirin eats away at the stomach lining and a lot of these other drugs also, and even like the, the Nexium and the Prilosec and all these different stomach pills, the side effects of some of them can be cancer and, and heart attacks and severe things. And it's like, man, I would rather have a little burn in my stomach than mm. risk some of those side effects.
1: Yeah, so we want to just get this information out there because if there's anything we can do to help people stay on the natural side of things and help their body function well on its own, you know, we're going to do everything we can to do that. And chiropractic is just a, such a great avenue to go, why, why not try something so little invasive first before you start going to the more invasive routes, trying medications, or sometimes people have to opt into like a surgery for that sphincter that's not working. I've had, we've had people say they're going in for surgery and this, the sphincter in my stomach isn't working. And all of a sudden we're like, well, you never told me you had acid reflux.
0: And the first thing you should <laughs> say is why? why, why isn't it working? Why? why? And that's always the first question we need to ask ourselves. It isn't working. Yeah. Why? we got to get to the cause or you're not really fixing anything.
1: People don't even realize that a subluxation of the spine can cause issues like that over mm-hmm. time. And like, mm-hmm. so that's many times they won't even tell us because they don't realize it's connected and we'll hear something like that. Oh, I'm going in for surgery next week. Really? What for? Oh, my my stomach's not working. I'm having this issue with the valve and oh. Well, you never told me that. Well, the patients like, "Why would I?" Yeah. yeah <laughs> so exactly. it's an educational moment just like we do on this podcast. But, yeah, we get really good results with acid reflux, and so that's when we encourage you guys to seek out a good Gonstead chiropractor, one that can work with the systems of the body and the nerve system to try and hone in and, and get the nerve system functioning right so that your digestion just starts to work better. Yep. So if this is something that resonates with you, make sure to share it with a friend, a coworker, a family member. Um and check out our YouTube channel. We have lots of different cases on there. We're starting to share more and more videos. And um, as always, you know, leave us a, a question or a comment at hackbartchiropractic.gonstead at gmail.com. And we look forward to talking with you guys next time. Thanks for listening. This is Dr. Tyler Hackbart. And Dr. Daryl Hackbart. Bringing you the Gonstead Chiropractic and Wellness Principles so you can live the best life possible.